a kids edition. We play the game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Kids edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. My name's Max Becker and it's been a huge weekend in footy and sport. Australia in the ashes sit bowled out last night for 224. England came into bat and cut the margin required to 224 to get to win with two days remaining in the third test at Headingley. Nick Dacos and the footy shined on Friday night against the Dogs, winning the Bob Rose medal, another medal to the tally and the trophy cabinet of Nick Dacos. And Connor Rosie, an incredible goal of the year contender, joining me as Western Bulldogs AFLW superstar, Ali Blackburn. Ali, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Max. I'm good on this lovely Sunday morning. It's good to be here. You're on school holidays at the moment, aren't you, Max? Along with plenty of other kids out there, uh, across the country. So give us a call on 1300 736 736 and you can have a chat to us about what you've been doing on school holidays, Max, or even all the all the sports that's happening at the moment. It's it's absolutely incredible time. I know us Australians, we absolutely love our sports. So it's great to see the crickets on, both the, the men's and women's ashes obviously happening at the moment. The the Tour de France is happening, uh, which Wimbledon. is Wimbledon. It's and and then there's footy every weekend as well. On top of that, <laughs> the netball grand final happened last night. So there's uh the plenty in the works at the moment, Max. Ha- I'm looking forward to sort of chatting through a bit more of it this morning with you. So any kids out there, you can give us a call on one three hundred. 736 736 and you can have a chat to us about what sport you've seen or what you've been doing over the school holidays. You mentioned school and school goes back tomorrow, Ali. So Ugh. if there's if there's any back to school lunches that you <laughs> like to have or you have a special lunch order on a Monday, you can give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six or I want to know what you've done on the weekend with no footy on the holidays. Obviously, no footy. Have you been getting to the mm. Oval for a kick early on a Sunday morning or Saturday morning? Even Oz kick still on potentially. Um, so one three hundred seven three six seven three six. What have you been doing on on the weekends? I mean, I know you're not playing footy at the moment, but your your brother Lenny plays. So what's he been up to as an example for it, Max? Ah, uh, he's been <laughs> <laughs> certainly not getting off early on a Saturday morning. Yeah, uh, he's, he's up at about eight or nine a.m. Um, probably any sometimes he might get on his PlayStation, a bit of AFL Evolution or nice. um NBA two K twenty three, and then he might go for a kick of the footy roll, um, I'm his basketball coach, so I'll make him go outside. And You're his basketball I am, coach. I am, I'm, their team, I'm the team's basketball <laughs> coach, so I'll make him go outside and put up some shots sometimes on the holidays. Oh, so very good. It's been good um, school holidays for, you know, a bit of a break for the kids. Um, yeah. And you get to relax. You get to play favourite games and spend some time um, with some of your good mates, which is always a bonus. And you don't have school, so that's always a great thing. So one three hundred seven three six seven three six. The Tigers in Sydney on Thursday night. Ali Richmond came back and won by thirteen points. Errol Goulden had thirty one touches. Shea Bolton thirty one disposals. Heaney with three goals, and Jack Ross was the substitute for the Tigers and kicked two goals in the in that first quarter when he came on. Yeah, a, a big win for Richmond in the end, isn't it, Max? I mean, that keeps them in touch with the eight. They sit half a game outside the eight now, so. A lot of Tigers fans out there are thinking, what if, what could possibly happen? I mean, they're, they're able to bounce back after a, a tough loss last week and, and beat a, a Sydney team that's pressing hard. And, and what has potentially been sought out as Buddy's last game at the G was a special occasion there with him kicking two goals as well. But 
a big win for the Tigers that keep in touch and and just and they're hopeful. They're very hopeful uh, down at Tigerland there, Max. So it was it was a great game for for the Tigers in the end. Well, your dogs were looking good for I guess the first three quarters of that game on Friday night against the Pies, but the Pies. As they always do, they came back and won by 12, although they were up by 40 um, yeah. at the beginning of that last quarter. Caleb Daniel had 32 disposals. As we mentioned before, Dacos had 29 touches and a goal, which is an incredible uh, kick for that matter of fact. Cody Waitman kicked four and Aaron Norton had four. How do you view this game, Ali, I guess, from your perspective and a Bulldog's point of view? Yeah, I mean, well, they got off to a great start, didn't they, the Dogs? And, and it was Cody Waitman and... Uh, Aaron Norton hitting the scoreboard nice and early for the dogs, but really love the game of Jamara Uglehagen and and any young kids out there if you if you want to play that role as a forward and 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 talk about sort of you know or, or observe how to lead and and the different patterns of a forward. Thought the way Jamara Uglehagen did it uh, the other night was was really impressive, Max, and and he he played another outstanding game in in the early days of his career. Thought he. The three of those forwards um, combined together for a total of ten goals, which is which is a, a really special performance for them, particularly of the likes of Darcy Moore and Jeremy Howe and and Isaac Quainall down in the back mm-hmm. line for the Pies. But well, you know what Collingwood can do, and everyone does, and it's it, it's funny because we've all sort of have a have a soft spot now for for the Pies, don't we, Max? And and Dacos and to go in that third term, sort of. Put the foot down. They they stepped up a little bit and and they did what we've come to know of Collingwood and and got their team in front and and held on for the rest of the game. And but the biggest applause of the evening, Scott Pendlebury, the game's uh, disposals record holder. Now, I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's been incredible, hasn't he, Max? And and yeah. and what a career he's had to date. And he could definitely run around for for quite some time. He's been impressive, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, Ali. There was a photo afterwards uh, of Scott Pendlebury holding a footy alongside Nick Dacos. That could have potentially been, I guess, a passing of the torch. So if you love Nick Dacos, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736. Brisbane yesterday, though, smacked the West Coast Eagles. A little bit more pain for them. They lost by 81. Duggan had 33. Lockie Neal, the superstar, had 32 disposals. It was Jack Gunston, though, who took the reins, took the light of the day, returning to this Brisbane site with six goals. And I think that's a, a really impressive performance from Gunston. He stepped out of the side, put his hand up and said, not playing some good footy at the moment, need mm. to take a break from the team and and work on a, like my fitness and, and get up to scratch so I can, you know, be performing and be my best self for the team. And and to come back and have 20 disposals and, and six goals and, and kick a, a bag in a bit, I would say, was was genuinely an impressive effort and performance from him. And mm-hmm. again, Brisbane having another another strong win and, and Eagles, unfortunately, just... <laughs> well, this is sort of the, the story of their season, hasn't it, it is, been yeah. a bit? But, I mean, nonetheless, the, the Lions get another big win and, um, you know, extend their position in the eight as well. GWS and Hawthorne. Hawthorne really stuck in there. And what did you make of the Hawks? Obviously, GWS got the job done by 13 points. This much sought after Jake Riccardi um, coming into this offseason had three goals. Jesse Hogan had four goals um, himself. Keneally had 30 touches. And John Newcomb himself um, continues, I guess, some more of his consistent form for the Hawks with 28 disposals. Yeah, I mean, from a Hawks perspective, you'd be really impressed to, to or from a supporter's perspective at least, You'd be really impressed at, at how your team's sort of fighting, and, and particularly in a game like this, you're still without your skipper in um, Sicily, and and 
well, Giants had a really big win last week, so they'd be full of confidence as well at the moment. And and for them, that that game, they're just outside the eight based mm. on percentage as well at the moment. So, you know, you, you look at that performance and you're pretty impressed from a, a Hawks perspective. Obviously, the win's probably better, but, uh, you know, you from the, the Giants, they're just flying at the moment and at, well, over the last couple of weeks. And, again, a, another strong performance for them to back up off the back of last week, coming from Alice as well. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a tough um, flight and, and game up there, but they've done well. We've got a caller on the line, India is 10 turning 11, and she went to an Essendon training during the week. Very interesting. Good morning, Indy. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. What did you make of the Essendon training? Did you like what you saw from the guys? Oh, yeah, it was really fun. Was it a, like, did you get to do some activities on the field with, with some of the players? Was it like a school holiday activity program? Yeah, so we did, like, a bunch of drills, like, tackling, goal kicking. And, like, at every drill, there was, like, a selection of players, so maybe two at each drill. Oh, that is so cool, Indy. What players did you get to meet? Um, Archie Perkins, Sam Draper, uh, Andrew Phillips, and, like, Dylan Shield and a lot of other players, but I don't remember. <laughs> hey, that's plenty to remember anyway, Indy. What was your favourite part of the day, was it a favourite skill that you got to do or was it a fa- your favourite player that you got to meet? Probably doing the skill then at the end you got to like get photos with the players and do signatures and all those types of things. Do you play footy, do you, Wendy? Yeah, I do. I am playing under 12. Oh, awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Who do you play for? I play for Century Gully Football Club. Century Gully Footy Club. Is there a certain position you play or does your coach like to, I guess, rotate you around a little bit so you get a bit of experience um, in each position? Uh, yeah, so my coaches, they rotate us around. Yeah, that that sounds really good. Is there a fav- Do you have a favourite position <laughs> that you really like to play, though? Uh, probably the midfield. Probably the midfield. The midfield. Like, what do you like most about the midfield? Um, that you get to kind of just, like, go everywhere and help out and... You get to do, like, most, a lot of it. You get to do a lot of tackling and, yeah. Yeah, it's a fun part playing in the midfield. I like that too. Indy, when I get to play in there, how's your team going this season? Do you have a game this weekend or are you having a break because you're on school holidays? I actually have a game today. Awesome. What time do you play? 10.05. 10.05. Who are you playing against, Indy? North Ringwood. Should you win the game? Do you reckon you'll win the game today? Yeah. 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 How are you going this season so far? Um, so we've lost three games against the same team, which is South Croydon, and we've won every other game. Oh, wow. That's a great record. Do you, do you guys have, like, a ladder or anything like that? Like, how are you placed in terms of that? Oh, yeah. So we're second on the ladder at the moment, and I'm the leading goal kicker for the under-12 C-grade. And you're the leading goal kicker? Indy, yeah. that's awesome. And you play in the midfield as well, so you're sneaking forward and kicking plenty of goals, I see. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, how many more games do you have left before finals? Do you know? Three, yeah. Three more games and then finals. How do you reckon your team will go in finals? Do you reckon you'll have a win and have a chance to play in the grand final? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. And what got you into footy, Indy? What do you love about playing footy? Uh, so what got me into it was my sister wanted to play in 2021. And um, so she's been playing since then. She's in under-14s at the moment. Um, 
And last season, I really wanted to play, but I was I was too young, and there wasn't an under ten team. So I was asking my dad earlier last late last year, um, can I play? And he said yes, I could. So that got me into it, and now I really like it. Oh, that's awesome, Indy. Do you have a, a favourite player, whether it's from the men's team and from the women's team? Um, so my favourite from the men's team is probably Archie Perkins, and my favourite from the girls' team. I don't know many, but Bonnie too good. Yeah, there's some good players there, Indy. You've got some great idols that you can look mm. up to. And, and do you get to go to the games much? Yeah, um, we're going to the one against Adelaide Crows today, actually. Oh, awesome. How do you reckon you'll go today? Um, Hopefully it's and then win, but... <laughs> <laughs> do you think they'll make finals this season? Mm, I don't know. Oh, well, they it's might... Been- Oh, it's awesome. Well, kids get to go to the footy for free as well, so which is awesome that you're going to the footy again. I think that lasts for another two weeks, yeah, it does. Max, which Very is exciting. awesome. So any kids out there, you get to go to the footy for free in the next couple of rounds from round 16 to round 19. Well, Indy, thanks so much for giving us a call this morning and having a chat to us about the Essendon Clinic that you got to go to and about your season as well. Good luck, and hopefully we can hear from you again when you make finals footy, you'll have to give us another call and tell us how you're going. And and, and good luck for the goal-kicking award as well. Thank you. Thanks for giving us a call this morning, Indy. Great great story, I think, um, Indy told particularly about how she got started playing footy when there's not another 10s team. And she asked her dad if she could play this year for me. I think that's um, really inspiring for other girls. Yeah, that's awesome, isn't it? I, th- I think from my perspective as well, I love hearing stories like that. So <laughs> any other kids that have any stories like that that have joined because they're siblings and, and, and have asked mum mm-hmm. and dad if, if they could join on, uh, give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six, and you can have a chat to us. Or if you're one of the kids like Indy who's going to the footy and, and get to go because the kids get to go for free as well, Max, you can give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six and have a chat to us about any of the games that you're going to. We're going to take a quick break here on the Kids Edition. We'll be right back after this. The Kids Edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice. Yeah. The Kids Edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. We just spoke to... Indy on the line, who's 10 turning 11, who went to an Essendon training, and she had a really great story uh, of how she started playing footy, which is um, so great to hear girls and um, kids, young kids in general, getting involved in footy. So if you're like Indy and want to give us a call, 1300 736 736. Obviously, school's going back, and the footy's free for kids to get into the next few weeks. So you can start nagging your parents. I know I've <laughs> already started doing that, so you can go get. Dad, Mum, can we please go to the footy? Us kids get in for free. You know, it might not be too expensive um, and you can get along to see your favourite team. But it was the Saints alley last night who reversed the Ds and, they, and the Saints went down by 21 points. Nazia Wanganin Malera had 33 disposals. Sinclair with 33 disposals. But who really stood out was Chris Matraka who kicked four goals and Sparrow also had two for the Ds. Yeah, he had an impressive performance in Nipra Traka. I mean, he's he's just one of those real competitors in the midfield, particularly for the Ds. And without the likes of Oliver in the side as well, he's really stepped up in that positioning as well. I mean, it was a a, a real 
I guess a, a proud effort, I would say, from St Kilda's point of view in regards to that they had they were so injury ridden so early on mm. in the game and mm. and the, I think there was a stage in the late in the third term where Rowan Marshall went to the bench and he sort of just was kneeling down a little bit and and you could just tell how exhausted he was. So for the Saints to fight out that game and and give Melbourne a little bit of a nudge in terms of scaring them late in the game to to go down by 21 points in in a pretty fighting effort was something that I have no doubt they'd be proud of. They'd be disappointed Mm -hmm. in the result for Mm -hmm. sure, but they'd be really proud of their efforts. But Melbourne as well to bounce back after the last couple of weeks to gives them that top four spot that they've been pushing hard for. So that game was for for a top four position on the ladder and and the Ds were able to secure that, Max. Yeah, that's right, Ali. And then I want to talk about some big goals and one in particular, Connor Rosie last night against Gold Coast. It was an incredible goal from the pocket. It was. So obviously Port Adelaide got a strong win against the Suns. They won by 33 points and Casbol kicked the four goals for the Suns and Finlayson kicked three goals uh, for Port. But Connor Rosie, he he managed to kick a wonderful goal, a dribbler <laughs> from the pocket. And you sort of just looked at it initially and thought, how how did that how go through? How has he done that? But this the, is how- the margin of error was small, wasn't it? Yeah, we'll chat more to it. We'll listen to how our team called it and we can have a bit more of a chat about the goal after this. Really good, Rosie again. Oh, don't tell me he's gone. Oh, Rosie. He popped it through. There was no space to pop it through. He's a little superstar. We said he's got a magic trick. Gets his second goal. He's a little superstar. (laughs) We said he's got a magic trick. There was no room to get it through. And he got it through. It was an incredible goal. And I think that um, passage of audio there just, I guess, summarises yeah, how good the goal is. Yeah, it was it was spot on. It was perfect, and for him to to just have a look at that and in a split second make that decision that that was the option he was going with, and there there was a Gold Coast defender in the goal square just on the line mm-hmm. and and so close to touching that. But you look at that go through and and the way it sort of dribbled, it goes end over end, and and the way it stayed really close and it to the goal line and and made its way through the goals was. Really impressive yeah. goal. So if you haven't seen the clip, you'll have to jump online and, and have a look at the Connor Rosie goal from last night's game against the Suns. But any kids out there that saw that goal and are now going to practice it in the game today, give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you think that you're going to find yourself in the pocket today, coincidentally, and have that shot on goal like Connor Rosie or if you practice it regularly at training, Max, you can give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six, and have a chat to us about how you practice that goal. We're going to chat a little bit more uh, later on in the show about the skill of 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 you know those those mm-hmm. goal kicking of of those dribble goals, Max, and and how to do them and and when you should practice them and how you should practice them a little bit later on. But it was a, a very impressive goal. So would love to hear from some kids out there. On one 736 736 and they can have a chat to us about it, Max. That's it. right, Ali. So stick around because Ali's going to walk us through step-by-step how to kick a goal like Connor Rosie uh, from the pocket. Obviously, SEN's your home of Ashes cricket at the moment. Um, and day three wrapped up. Uh, the third test in Headingley, Australia, were bowled out for 224. Travis Head making a half century. Wood. Might bowl full, does bowl full, and Travis Head goes back and cuts him over the leg side for four. 
extraordinary flat-batted shot, a full swing through the line of the ball, and that is a half-century for Travis Head. But Travis Head goes leg side instead, heaves it away, and it's gone over the leg side for six. Travis Head's clinic continues. Broad bowls to head round the wicket. <laughs> it goes out into the leg side, towards deep mid-wicket, underfield it, underneath it. It's Ben Duckett, and it's gone. So Travis Head, who's played quite the innings here, he's the last man to fall for 77. But England are going to require 251 to win this test match. So Australia were bowled out for 224. England came into bat and got the required margin down to 224 to win. With two days remaining, it was much rain delayed and play didn't start uh, yesterday and overnight until the third session. And Mitch Marsh set the tone uh, with 28 runs early in the day before being dismissed. And then obviously Ali Travis Head stepped up. Yeah, it's impressive that some of these other guys have been able to step up in terms of their efforts in, in Marsh and, and Travis Head. I know Mitch Marsh is, is winning his way back into <laughs> the hearts of Aussies uh, by some of his performances this week as well. So uh, fingers crossed for, for the Aussie team throughout the remainder of the series as well. Max, who's your favourite cricketer when it comes to it? Uh, I think Mitch Marsh, his execu skill execution before, um, obviously he stated post-game and a lot of other people have um, questioned why a lot of Aussies don't like Mitch Marsh. Um, at the moment, it's got to be Travis Head, though, I think, the way he goes about it. He, it was a supporting role and act, um, which was pretty obvious um, in the first innings for Mitch Marsh. And I think he stepped up um, and got back to his normal game yesterday, which um, was what the Aussies really needed to put an extra 60 or so runs um, on the board to the tally. But, Ali... The Super Netball Grand Final yes. yesterday, it was massive. It went to extra time, and the Adelaide Thunderbirds win 60-59 to 59 over the New South Wales Swifts and end a 10-year drought after being at the bottom of the ladder for nine years straight. Yeah, absolutely impressive. Eleanor Cardwell, the MVP of the match, she stood up when they needed it for the Thunderbirds. Um, and Lucy Austin with the match winner as well for them. I mean... It was just like a crazy game and, and the crowd was going off for it. Just any audio that you listen to from it, it's just screaming crowd in the background. It was such screaming a, crowd, it, screaming broadcasters. It was, it was amazing. The atmosphere at the John Kane arena um, and, and just a, a, a really good atmosphere for, for the netball as well, for particularly the super netball in their grand final, but Huge win for Adelaide. I've no doubt they've been celebrating and, and will continue the celebrations uh, over the course of today, Max. So Harry would like to know who won Wimbledon last night. Carlos Alcaraz survived a bruising battle with Jarry to roll on at Wimbledon. The top seed beats Nicholas Jarry 6-3, 6-7, 6-3-7-5 to advance in the Wimbledon finals through to, uh, I guess, the fourth round, which has been interesting to see how um, different aspects of Wimbledon um, and sport have played out. But we'll take a quick break here on the Kids Edition, Local Legends, right after this. The Kids Edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice, yeah. The Kids Edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Now, Ellie, there's new footy. Udi's out. So your team, your colours. I love, it's a great little <laughs> like twist of words. The footy Udi, my little brother Lenny's got a footy Udi. He's got a Saints one. And I can tell you one thing, they are very warm. And you sit back on the couch, <laughs> relax in your footy Udi while you watch uh, get one. your favourite team. So 
Well, what what team colours have, have you got then, Max, for it? The red, white, and black. I've red, got white and I've black. got St Kilda, so beautiful. And I've I would obviously have to get the the Bulldogs one, the, the red, white, one. and blue, Woody. Uh, so they're pretty cool. I've I've seen a, a couple yep. of photos and and kids wearing them and and some friends wearing them. They they look awesome. So if you want to get yourself a footy hoodie or you've already got a footy hoodie, you can give us a call on one 736 736 Ali. And kids go free to the footy for another two weeks in round 17 and 18. It's incredible. Like Indy is going to the footy today to watch her Bombers play. So any kids that are, that are out there and wondering what can we do, particularly today, last day of school holidays for a lot of kids out there, Knock uh, on the door of mum and of mum and dad and be like, "Hey, can we go to the footy today and <laughs> and watch our favourite team play? You get to go for free, so uh, kids head along to the footy um, and go and support your favourite team." Yes, that's right, Ali. Well, I caught up yesterday with Leo at Marvel Stadium. He's a mad Saints fan, and this is local legends. Eight points. Eight behinds. So you kick one goal, two just in behind. Yeah, I got a goal. We're here with Leo at Marvel Stadium. Leo, you're a mad Saints fan. I hear who's your favourite player? Jack Steele. Jack Steele. Why do you like Steele? It's his 150th game today. Um, he tackles hard and he plays hard and he's very fast. Yeah, he's, he's been out of form in the last few weeks. What do you think of him in this first half? Good. He's just unstoppable. That, but Gorn just keeps tackling. But he just unstoppable. Yeah, he is unstoppable, isn't he? What do you think the Saints need to do a bit better in this second half? Keep it off Stephen May in the back because he just keeps marking. Keeps marking. Forward line because everyone's injured. Yeah, do you like Mitch Owens? Yeah. Yeah, what do you think he's done well today? Marking, kicking, everything. Yeah. Who do you play for in footy? Yarrow said Eagles. Yarrow Eagles, awesome. What's your favourite thing about playing footy? Marking. Marking, what position do you play? Full forward. Full forward, big full forward. How many goals do you kick this year? Um, 26. 26 goals in the year. That is crazy. Are you unstoppable? Yes. A bit like Max King? Yeah. <laughs> Love taking big grabs, don't you? Tell me about, have you got any, so you play for Yarraville. What's been your highlight of the season so far? How many games have you won? Um, out of 14, we've won 13. You've won 13 out of 14. Do you have a ladder? Like, are you top of the ladder? Uh, yes. Yeah? Well, that's awesome. A big full fall kick and 26 goals must help to win a couple of games. Absolutely. You've got a couple of badges on there, I see. Jack Steele, Jack Billings, Nick Rewalt. Do you like, do you like Rui? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember much about him? No, not really. You're a little kid? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolute star, Nick Rewalt. The Saints obviously have to improve this second half. And you mentioned Stephen May. Why do you think Stephen May's um, been so good this game and throughout the year? He's just been upcoming midfielder and then he just... I don't know if he's a midfielder. He used to play in the midfield, but now he's just an unstoppable backman this game. He's just... Absolutely. Do you think the Saints will win? They've got a slight chance. They've missed a couple of shots on goal, haven't they? Yes. Absolutely. Leo, enjoy the rest of the game. Yep. So local legends with Leo at Marvel Stadium, a massive Saints fan. And obviously, (laughs) maybe they... 
could have taken uh, a little bit of Leo's advice um, going into that second half. They could have. He was a passionate supporter, isn't he, Leo? So Very. it's uh, awesome to see the, the kids are, are, are real passionate supporters and, and have plenty of good advice out there, Max, <laughs> as, to, as to how the players should go about it. And great to hear what he likes most about some of his favourite players as well and what they were doing well in the game too, Max. Absolutely, Ali. Coming up on the Kids Edition, Ali Skill, she's going to take us through how to kick a goal from the pocket like Connor Rosie. The kids edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice. Yeah. The kids edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the kids edition. Now, Ali, if you want to give us a call, we've got a caller, Callum, on the line at the moment. So if you've up to any sport this morning, you've got footy on or you're having your breakfast pump up, if you've got any pre-game superstitions, <laughs> you put your left boot on before your right or your right <laughs> boot on before your left. Or your socks on and then your shoes. Obviously, you have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd hate to <laughs> but, put your shoes but on But you first, can Max. give us a call on one 736 736 We've got Callum and Lee and Gaffer on the line to talk about swimming. Good morning, Callum. How are you this morning on a Sunday? Yeah, good. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. Thank you. Uh, so you, do you do swimming? Yeah. Whereabouts do you swim? I swim in Lingatha, but I'm in the club of SGB. Oh, awesome. And, and what's your preferred stroke of, of swimming? What what do you fall into? Um, breaststroke would be my go-to. Would be your go-to. So you d- do you do it as part of like a squad swimming um, team? Yeah, I do country squad. Oh, that's awesome. And breaststroke's your go-to? Yeah. Oh, that's impressive. Do you have a distance in terms of how, how far you swim in, in terms of your race? Are you a 50 metre, 100 metre, or do you do a, a longer distance one? If you want me to do breaststroke, just tell me the distance and I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) Do not get tired. Absolutely. Um, Can you take me through, Callum, what I guess your training looks like? So what does, I guess, on a weekly basis, how many times a week do you train? Um, Four times a week. Oh, wow. And how long do those go for? An hour and 30, all three of them, and then one of them is two hours. Wow, that's incredible. Do you do any other training, I guess, from, like, in the pool to, like, build up, I guess, your aerobic capacity so you can swim for a long time? No, but whenever we do go to the pool, I usually just jump in the 25-metre and just do breaststroke. Yeah, absolutely. How many laps do you usually do? Um, Depending on what sort of mood I'm in. Depending on what sort of mood you're in, yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. What got you into yeah. swimming, Callum? What do you love most about it? Well, it's just fun, and it gets me fit. So I'm having fun while getting fit. That's awesome. Sure. Do you do you have a favourite swimmer that you look up to as part of like maybe the Australian team or even worldwide? No, because I don't watch swimming. I don't watch sports for some reason. Well, you've got to make sure you get onto some of that. We've got some great Aussie swimmers at the moment in the world. I know from a female perspective, Ariane Titmus is probably mm-hmm. uh, a famous one or Emma McKean as well. We've got some great Aussie swimmers. So you'll have to have a look and, and look into those swimmers as well. Callum and watch them go about their business. Uh, so swimming is a, a favourite thing of yours. Do you do any other sport, Callum? Um, I used to do cricket and I also do basketball. And also do basketball. That's awesome. What what position do you do you like doing in in basketball and and as well as cricket? 
Um, the rebound and with the cricketing, probably bowling. Probably bowling as well. That's awesome. Do you follow any NBA, Callum, in terms of the basketball? Um, the Los Angeles Lakers, probably. Ooh, the Lakers, absolutely. I think everyone loves the Lakers, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, it's a really interesting one. That's awesome, Callum, that you love those. So many different sport as well. And and have you been on school holidays as well over the last couple of weeks? Yeah. What have you been up to over the school holidays? You know, just visiting some family members, um, looking around with my friends, having playdates and all that sort of stuff. Awesome. Is there anything memorable that sticks out for you, a particular day or activity that you've been able to do and that you'll be able to go back to school tomorrow and tell all your friends about? Um, last weekend, probably. What did you get up, up to? My, I was up with my nan and pa's up at McLaughlin's Beach, and for the first time in a while, I chickened out of fishing. Oh, oh awesome. Jeez, you've, you've done it all, Callum. You're swimming, a cricketer, basketball, and, and now fishing as well. That's awesome. Do you so have trust a... me, there's much more sports I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a, like a go-to school snack or lunch that you like to get you ready for a big day of school or that you have throughout the day? A uh, little like thing of cake called a Mr. Kippy. Oh, Mr. Kippy. A lot of kids love Mr. Kippy. What's your favourite thing about a Mr. Kippy? Small, delicious and easy to eat. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, Callum. They're bite-sized. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on the Kids Edition. It's been uh, great to have a chat with you. Yeah, it's been an honour to be on this channel. Thanks so much, Callum, for joining us. Callum there in Lee and Gatha. Ali, I want to touch on, so this is Ali Blackburn's skill, and she, Ali's going to talk us through right now, how to kick a goal like Connor Rosie from the pocket last night. Well, firstly, it was very impressive to watch him do that. And if I can get that done in the game, I'd, I'd absolutely love it. But what he did was a dribble kick from the boundary, Max. So any kids out there, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736 and have a chat to us about how you go about practicing the dribble kick. But how I do it is is you almost have to hold the footy on a bit of a 45-degree angle and kick it end over end. So it bounces end over end. Um, so... You, to do that, you'd almost need to kick it on the top tip of the footy or, or as close to on that top half of the footy and make it curve away from the goal. So, for example, if you're a left, uh, sorry, if you're a right footer, you would run to the left pocket, how Connor Rosie was, or on that angle, and kick it somewhere towards the, the goal square. And, and on that curve, the way you're kicking it with the dribble kick, Max, it should naturally curve back in towards the goal allowing it to, like Connor Rosie's done, go through the big sticks as well. But if you're a left footer, you can do the exact same thing, but you would run to the right forward pocket and on your left foot do the same thing. So make it go end over end, curve away from the goals and it'll eventually bounce in and practice. If you practice that as often as possible, it should work for you. So you've got to put it to the top of the goal square, Ali, make it curve, Yes. go end over end and the natural curve um, of the footy should Make it go into the goals with the dribble kick. Spot on, Max. It naturally should. And it depends how hard you kick the footy as well. So Connor Rosie obviously kicked it pretty hard that it didn't have a big amount of curve on it yeah. either. Whereas sometimes if you kick it a bit more, I, I suppose, softer or gentler, it, 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 it 
will curve a bit more, I think, with it all. So that's how it works for me. I practice a lot after training. I try and practice, you know, those miracle goals in mm-hmm. case they pop up every yeah. so often. Yeah. So the dribble <laughs> kick falls into that line a little bit. So for any kids out there listening, before you get to or before you start your footy training, there's always like a good 10 minutes where you get to run around with your mates and, and have a kick of the footy. Make the most of that time at, at training and, and practice those goal kicking. And I normally stay back. I'm, I like to stay out in the field sort of five, ten minutes after training's finished as well and practice those goals as often as possible. Did you practice them at, at, across your time playing footy, Max, at all? Yeah, always. I mean, every, <laughs> every kid out there loves to, you know, practice a dribble kick or a snap from the boundary, a snap right on the goal post where you can bend it into the goals. If you love practicing dribble kicks or goals, you can give us a call here on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Ali, you mentioned before um, how hard, I guess, you kick the ball depends on how much curve you give it. Can you give us a bit more on that? Yeah, so if you kick it pretty hard, it it, it would tend to go a bit straighter. Or if you kick it on a bit of an angle uh, as well, it, it might curve a little bit more. So in terms of that and, and how far away from goal you are or how much pressure you're under, if there's people running into the goals to try and stop the footy like it was for Connor Rosie, he kicked it with a, a bit of power behind it. So it allowed it to go a bit quicker towards the goal as well and a bit straighter too, not as, as curvy as, as what we've probably seen in the past. And if there's some players' highlights that you might want to have a look at in terms of being able to do that, might want to have a look at Eddie Betts because he can do that <laughs> phenomenally well. I think Isaac Rankin's done it a fair bit too mm-hmm. in his time for the Crows. So um, have a look at those plays, any kids out there, and obviously Connor Rosie now. Make sure you you can jump online and have a look at those videos and you can go to footy training. Um, and even over the school holidays, if you're having a kick with mum and dad or some of your friends, uh, you can practice those goals at the local Oval as well. So any kids out there that have been able to go to the Oval and practice having a dribble kick, you can give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six max Coming up next, Ali, three massive games of footy here on the SEN Network. Further up today. The kids edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. On SEN, the Kids Edition with Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Three massive games of footy here on SEN coming up today and this afternoon. Crunch time from 11am on SEN Fanatic, then everywhere from 12pm on the SEN app and the SEN Network. Games coming up today on AFL Nation, Geelong and North Melbourne live from GMHBA Stadium from 1pm for a 1.10pm ball up in the middle and bounce. Ellie, who have you got for this one? I think Geelong supporters will find their team back in the top eight after the game today. Uh, I imagine they'll have a, a good win down there against North Melbourne. I think North will put up a good fight, mind you. Uh, but I think Geelong will bounce back and um, have a have a strong performance, Max. I've got Geelong too. I think a strong home ground advantage will provide um, a good sense for them to get back into the top eight. Essendon and Adelaide live from Marvel Stadium from 1pm for a 3.20 match. Your commentators, Brett Phillips, Michael Barlow and Brenton Sanderson are live from Marvel Stadium on SEN. It's a tough one, this it one, is. Ali. Both teams in reasonably good form coming off a couple of wins. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a really tough game, this one. It's, it's hard to pick. I think it's going to be a cracking contest. Nonetheless, Max, both teams are in some pretty good form. Uh, we know what both teams have been able to sort of produce this season, which has probably been above expectation. So Adelaide, obviously, 
last week came off a, a strong win against North Melbourne and uh, the Bombers just fell short um, to Port with the goal after the siren from Houston <laughs> um, in the game last week. So uh, I'm, I'm really torn. I, I almost am sitting on the fence a little bit for this one, but I think with Adelaide potentially travelling across, I reckon the Bombers might sneak this one in. Max, who have you got? I'll stick with you, Ali. I was going to be on the fence too, but... Um... Just for safety, you're the yeah. expert here, and I'll, I'll, I'll stick with you and Essendon. So, free on Carlton Live from Optus Stadium, 4 10 p.m. for a 4.40 bounce in the center. Now, Charlie Curnow and Ed Curnow are the only two Carlton players to have both played 100 games plus. Charlie joining him uh, in that feat today, his 100th game live from Optus Stadium at 4.40 p.m. Your commentators, Tim Gossage and Paul Hazelby, live from Optus Stadium. I think I'm going to go free medal. This one with the home ground. Going to go Fremantle with this one. Uh, I, I think I'm going to join you too. I reckon the, the Dockers might get up and win this <laughs> one uh, today. Obviously, yeah, Charlie Curnow um, being able to notch up game 100 and, and both those brothers being able to do it, Charlie and Ed. That's a that's a uh, pretty impressive performance from those guys. And the Blues, Max. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I just think... The Dockers might get this one done. I'm really sorry to the Carlton fans out there for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we spoke to Indy earlier today who went to an Essendon footy clinic. She mentioned Bonnie Toogood's her favourite player. She did. Um, Archie Perkins and Sam Draper and got to meet, um, obviously, some of her idols at that clinic. It's great to hear kids getting involved um, in footy over the school holidays, obviously, when their footy's not on. It is, and it's great that so many teams do that, Max, that they provide a, a school activity clinic um, over the holidays for, for all these kids to go along. And, and like Indy, they get to practice some of their favourite skills. You know, even kids might fall in love with the game when they do things like that. And, and they get to meet so many of their favourite players. And we obviously heard from Callum as well, who's a budding swimmer um, and plays basically every sport there is, Max, so, which is great <laughs> to hear. And, and obviously on that note with, with kids, they get to go to the footy for free over the next couple of rounds. So make sure... You uh, ask mum and dad or even nan and pop or any family or friends to take you to the footy over the next couple of weeks, Max. That's right. You've got to keep nagging your parents, keep <laughs> nagging your friends. So let's get to the footy. Us kids get to go for free. Only you adults have to pay. So <laughs> us kids are in for free. We can take a footy. They'll be kicked kick on the ground. I do believe uh, it should be at Marvel Stadium for the Essendon and Adelaide game. The Maccas kick to kick is back this week at Marvel Stadium. It's been a massive show on the Kids Edition. Join us next week.